Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Do you see why I tell you weed is good for sex? It could be extremely good for sex. I told you. All your senses are heightened, so obviously If you wanted to attract energy to your your penis or your vulva to to experience a sensation or to get more in the mood, you you could easily do this. Why do you have to make it so technical, your penis and your vulva? Well, you could do that. And in my case, I could probably move the energy from my penis into like my hands or something like that so that I'm not experiencing as much sensation. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, I think that, I think I'm, it's going to be the opposite, though. I think it's just, instead of coming in ten seconds, you're going to come in five. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times, and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. Yes, I am. And my son is a stand-up comic, a mime, and a Buddhist clown. Together we chat about sex. Why do we do it? Because we want to break down the barriers of what people talk about, especially taboo subjects like sex. Hopefully it'll inspire people to experience more pleasure and decrease their shame. And if you want to know about pleasure, listen to Pleasure Podcasts. Oh. A little plug for my son's entrepreneurial adventure. Yeah, I'm making... I, I have created a sex podcast collective. It's the best the best sex podcast out there. You can find that at pleasurepodcasts.com. A little plug for your pleasure podcast. That's absolutely correct. Okay, so this is the Monday morning after show. Yippee! Yippee-pee! Which means that this is where we get to respond to your texts and questions and comments and voicemails. And our number is Yes Text Mom. We love when you guys leave us voicemails. And we like when you guys leave us texts. We like both. Yes. So you're saying you love voicemails better than texts. It is a little more fun if they're like a minute long or or less. Just because we can play them, we can hear the voice. They become more of a human as opposed to me reading it and and dealing with my slow eye. Your slow eye? Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is the reason? Because you have a slow eye? Yeah. By the way, what else we have besides a slow eye is a fucking new feature of Patreon. Yeah, patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. It's a membership platform. We officially have an exclusive podcast that you can listen to called Sex Talk with My Patrons. Love it. Where all of our patron members get a stream into the bonus content that you can you can put on your phones and you can just listen to it like a regular podcast. And the bonus content is, I'm not going to say it's better than the episode, the episode content, but the bonus content is like... It's the cream, you know how the cream rises to the top type of thing? Yeah, it totally is the cream of our interviews. Yeah. Yeah. So So you're you're missing out if you don't go to patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom and get your own private feed. Yeah. And if you have any trouble accessing it, let me know and I will guide you. But it's only like three bucks a month and you get all this extra bonus content with our favorite guests. Not our favorite guests. Our guests. Okay. Be our guest. Be our guest. So it is the day after Valentine's Day. Yes. And if you remember from last week's episode, I uh, 
I had a little agenda for Valentine's Day. Yeah, and I want to hear about it. Well, mine is probably going to be more eventful than yours, so maybe we should start with yours. Oh, mine is a big what's it's a big letdown. Why? This is also not what you'd expect, would you, listener? No, it was a letdown because I had D's in the mood and he was all excited about oh. bringing me flowers and we were going to have a, like a romantic dinner, have a little night of SEX. Okay. And guess what happened? What? I got a really bad head cold and I couldn't even move and it was just kind of a big bummer. Oh. Um, but he was very sweet and he Did brought me Did you take flowers. a rain check? Oh, we'll have plenty of rain checks. <laughs> you should make a real rain check. What, what do you think is going on tonight? You're definitely not All healed right. tonight. All right, maybe tomorrow night. What the fuck? Oh, well, it'll, it'll come up. I don't need to know about the rain check. I'm just saying, <laughs> oh, you should just do, do a redo. Like you should say, oh, this is our Valentine's Day. Yeah, something. yeah. We're going to definitely do it. I don't know. I'm con- encouraging my mother to fucking have sex. Because <laughs> I always encourage you to get laid. Yeah. I think your listeners, you should all get laid. So. And by the way, if you want to find out a little bit more about how to have a sexy Valentine's Day night, I've I've gone into the the archives of my YouTube channel and I pulled out one and I, you guys should check it out. It's on Karen Lee Love. Oh. How to have a hot and sexy Valentine's Day night. It actually, I was proud of myself. I thought it was kind of, uh, you know, interesting. Oh, wow. Tooting your own horn over tootin there. Tooting it. Tooting the horns. Do you remember, I think it was last year or maybe the year before our Valentine's Day, we pulled a stunt and we uh, made an online merch store selling oh. because someone wanted to buy your used panties. Yeah. And so I just made a whole merch store with my all of my used belongings from from boxers, boxer my used boxers to my used toilet paper to and there wasn't there my like nightstand a, like a little gnome or something. There was a little Disney character, Wreck It Ralph, that I was selling. Yeah, did you sell anything? In the fucking two years that it was up, no one bought anything from my merch store. Oh, that's very sad. Yeah, it was fucking sad. Okay, well, is it still available? No. Okay. Off market now. Well, but I'll tell you what is available: our stickers and our T-shirts with our Sex Talk with Mom logo at sextalkwithmom.com. Oh guys, merch. please okay. check them out. It's on Instagram. You'll love it. Alrighty. So I want to here uh, goes nothing. Well, so it, this is kind of like a this is so the, oh, I think I need to actually. There's an event that occurred yesterday, <laughs> so I need to I need to preface this by saying that. Um, shit, how do I tell this story? You, I, I'll, I'll preface this by to... saying that I'm still high right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you also should preface by saying you're the Lydia Lightweight. I'm Lydia Lightweight. I never smoke weed or consume weed or any drugs in like any regular fashion. I'm, it's very and you're also like kind of, I, I really believe your your whole constitution is hypersensitive. I'm extremely sensitive. So you can imagine me on drugs. Yeah. Okay. But I've been reading Michael Pollan's How to Change Your Mind, which is all about psychedelics and the effect on the brain. But you're not talking about psychedelics. You're talking about weed. But it has a very similar effect, actually. On you. Yes. Okay. I mean, it's really a, a trip. Do you remember when you and I went to see that exhibit at the, uh, the museum and we were really stoned? Yeah. That was one of the few times we've ever smoked weed together. And you, you poured <laughs> water all over the counter of this cafe. I was trying to get it into a glass. You literally poured it outside of the glass on the counter and i said okay i i'll take it from here i i think i'm a little se- overly sensitive to weed as well yeah you're extremely sensitive to weed <laughs> i'm extremely sensitive okay. to any kind of product so, anyway i'm reading this michael pollan book and i decide well what's you know, the name I'm of the, the book in case people want to read it how to change your mind it's unbelievable 
it basically explains what what psychedelics will do to your brain. Okay. And I was interested in how the effect of uh, an edible on uh, a weed edible on my brain. And as you guys know, if I you've been listening, you. yeah, I, I requested my mother buy me a specific type that my friend recommended from this this weed store. Just so you know, hmm. it is legal in California. In yes. case anybody was wondering if we're doing any kind of promoting of illegal activities, which we're not. We're not. Okay. But it's legal, so we are. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to experiment with this. And as you guys know, I had that crazy diarrhea night on edibles <laughs> with my brother because he had like a 350 milligram brownie that we both tried. <laughs> and then I had a panic attack and I didn't even end up going out with Which him. is episode number... Episode 176, Cam has diarrhea on edibles. <laughs> okay? So basically... It was hilarious. Here's the situation. A hilarious episode. I currently live with my brother. My brother is is moving out to live with his bros. You have to understand, his brother is, uh, what, five and a half years younger? Yeah. He's, so, he lives a, a faster lifestyle than me. And he's able to relax much better than I am. So Which is a huge understatement. You guys are like almost like Oscar and Felix. But we've had a wonderful year and a half of living together. So I wanted to really make the most of this before he we parted ways. Before he flew the nest. So I that was that's what led to the diary on edibles night because I thought I'd be cool and try to join him in his partying and and take edibles with him. But instead, I took way too much and and I didn't know how it was going to affect me. So I had a panic attack and just stayed home and did not go out with him. So we decided to do a redo. Okay. Because I think we got actually a, um, a yes text mom about that from one of his friends. We, we did. We got a, a message from Tanner that said, thank you for being my friend. Smiley face. And then with a, a gif that was a, a kids playing and holding hands. So Very adorable. sweet. It's so adorable. thank you, Tanner. Um, so, and, and <laughs> shout out. Okay. So fuck. I'm all over the place. I'm, but, I'm high. I'm telling you. I know. Can I just tell you why I don't do edibles, though? Because of this. I did one edible in Mexico. Yeah. And I, and I was with these who, you know, has a higher tolerance of drugs than me. Yeah. So I took a quarter of a candy. Yeah. And after like, I don't know, maybe probably 10 minutes, it didn't do anything, which is stupid because it takes like an hour to even understand. Yeah. But these goes, go ahead and take the other quarter. So I go, okay, I'll take the other quarter. So I took a half. It was in the morning. We go to have breakfast. I'm looking at the waitress and I see three of her. Oh, my God. Okay. So I was seeing trails. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It I, can act as a psychedelic. I, or hallucinogen. Was, I was hallucinating and it was not a good feeling. So what do you think the smart thing to do would to what do you think would be a good idea at that point? Just go lay down. No, I thought I'd drink a vodka soda. Oh, God. To calm me down. Oh, no. So I drank the vodka soda, and then I proceeded probably to have another one because I was already who knows what. No. no. Oh, God. This is at like 12 o'clock in the afternoon now, and I got nauseated and vomited in a plant by the pool. And I think I had to call you called me afterwards, and I had to like talk you off the ledge. Oh, no. That's because I broke up with these (laughs) about another issue. (laughs) That was, was that well, that night though? That was the same day and night. Jesus Christ! Yeah, so, so maybe I get the aftermath. Of so this maybe shit. edibles are not the call. Okay. Well, anyway, I wanted to experiment with it. I had fucked up by taking too much of this unknown amount, right? And I was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it with a very known quantity, a measured amount, right? Yeah. So I knew that this high quality brand was offering these like five milligram THC chocolate covered blueberries. 
Yeah. My friend had recommended them to me, so I asked you to pick it up when you were at the weed store. Don't all moms do that? It's like my mom went to the grocery store and I, I asked shopping. her to get me shopping. Yeah. So, I got some milk so and I got I made some this, edibles. So my brother and I, neither of us have uh, GFs right now. So I said, why don't we spend Valentine's Day together and uh, that night we'll just do some blueberries. That is a great call. It was a phenomenal call. Where others are depressed, they're sitting home alone on Valentine's Day. You no, guys no. decided to do edibles together. Bro bonding. Bro bonding. Which, by the way, is hilarious. A shout out to John, who listens to this podcast, who's my brother's friend. He is more, like, my brother did not tell him his plans before the night. My, my brother, Gerald, did not tell John his plans before the night. And yet John called up and said, are you doing blueberries with your brother right now? Oh, he just kind of knew, knew from the podcast. I had described this already. Oh, really? Yes. Which is hilarious that you guys know my whereabouts. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm, I'm still high. So, okay. <laughs> I am bummed that I was not included in you this would... blueberry bonding thing. That okay. would have been fun for me. So at the, at the risk of making this a very boring story, it's not boring at all. Okay. So we had this scheduled, this blueberry night scheduled for like a couple, maybe a week or two. Okay. And in that week or two, I actually met someone. A girl? Yeah. Who I'm kind of interested in. Oh. I was at, so when I was at that sex comedy show of Zach Zimmerman's Uh with Nicoletta, Nicoletta Uh was like, will you come out with me afterwards to this party? I think there's going to be someone there that you really like, her friend. She's like, oh, that's interesting. So I'll go. I'll go. So I went. There's a cute girl there. Pretty funny. I didn't have like, you know, I didn't have any opportunity to really get to know her at all. So I kind of left without asking for her number or any information. I was like, well, if our paths cross again, maybe maybe we'll get to know each other better then. Okay? No, not okay. Why didn't you get her number? Because I, I ended up getting another guy's number at the party. What? It was not a romantic thing. It was it's, just, he seemed like a cool guy. It like you're bisexual just now when you said that. No, he's just a cool guy and I think hopefully a new friend. Oh, so you decided to go with the bro instead of the girl. Well, it just was, it just felt less, Is I there a know. limitation to how many phone numbers you can get I in conne- one night? I connected with the bro more than I did with her. Okay, never mind. Let's move on. So I just assumed the universe will bring us together okay. if it needs to. Okay, so then know that also a detail is that I'm currently apartment hunting which means that I'm fucking cruising Craigslist like a goddamn maniac. And the following night after this party, I find this posting that goes up. And the next day, I go to this beautiful little cottage and I to, to, uh, to check out to see if I can live there. I, I'm the only person that is checking it out. Is this like the Hobbit Hole? No, this is a much nicer little... St- one bedroom more like a troll house a, a studio okay it's a beautiful thing anyway it's a dream home anyway as i'm walking out there's a new person coming to check it out guess who the new person is this fucking girl no fucking way yes this girl from Did the other she night know? she got a tracking device on you i don't know what the fuck was going on but the, you were, you guys the were universe like the same took brought us together again i think you gotta marry her so then because this would be a great story for the wedding we both texted our mutual friend nicoletta to see if we can get the other person's number why didn't you at that point just ask her for a number we was like a passing in no it was a passing we're passing by was she just freaked like, out i would have been so freaked it, out it, i was like no way i literally said no way and then it's meant to be it's so nicoletta shared. gives us the numbers we start texting 
and she starts helping me with the apartment hunt. So is she, she ends up in getting you? she ends up getting the fucking apartment, the dream home. She got your oh, so then she ends up getting the apartment. How do you feel about that? Well, she was willing to pay much more than I was, so I feel fine about but it. But if you date her, you can go to this apartment. Bingo! And could you imagine what the fucking landlord would think? Like the landlord already thinks I was insane because the amount of times I emailed her saying that this was my dream home. What did you do? And that I have a podcast called Sex Talk with My Mom. You did? I had I told her that. <laughs> She asked me what I did. I said, I have a podcast called Sex Talk with My Mom, which surprisingly didn't get me the apartment. <laughs> so, yeah, she's gonna. She's like, okay, dude, you you don't need to date this girl just cause, to hang out in this apartment. You Stop being a freak. But this, like, just imagine if, like, you end up getting married to her. This would be a great story. Phenomenal mute cute story, right? What's a mute cute? Meet cute. Meet cute story? Yeah, that's how people meet. Oh, it's I'm a story. Not up in that lingo, but go on. Okay, anyway. So hopefully she doesn't listen to this fucking podcast. Anyway. Does she even know your name? She knows my first name. I don't know her last name. Does we she, don't know each other's last does name. Does she not ask you what you did like during the day? Oh, she does know that. She does know about the podcast, okay. I realize now. Anyway. So, but she su- sweetly, she, I kind of convinced her to get this apartment because it, it is fucking dope as hell. And she kind of has been sending me like listings and stuff like that. Really? So, so we really have come have, together. You're, you're Oh my God, this could actually happen? So get this. So Valentine's Day rolls around and we're just texting throughout the day and it gets to that night and we're kind of flirty flirty texting and then it's that night and I'm about to do the... Can you read one of these flirty texts? I would like to know what what you consider flirty texting and what I consider flirty texting are not the same thing. This is... I I don't feel comfortable reading her writing. Anyway. Give us... Give me the cliff notes. We're just joking around. We're goofing with each other. Okay. You weren't doing any sexting. No, no, no. We're goofing around about... Yeah. Words. Okay. Anyway. So, I don't know what came over me, but right before Gerald and I are about to do the blueberries, we're like wrapping up this conversation and I was just curious... I, I, we were joking around and then I was curious what she had planned that night. So I said, do you have Valentine's plans? Now, this is a dipshit move on my end. Yeah, because you don't ask that. And then that, like, that just sounds like, oh. Uh, do you want to get together? Yeah. And Did, she probably took it as, yeah, you're asking her on a date. And you instead were not asking her on a date. You this just is wanted precisely to s- what happened. Well, she said, nothing what, I can't reschedule, smiley face. Oh, what about geez. you? Well, that's good. Phenomenal response from her. And then, of course... I'm going to do edibles with my brother. I literally said, oh, man, I just consumed a couple weed blueberries with my brother. I'd like to hang out, but I'm not sure exactly how they will affect me. Can I keep you posted? I think they already had affected you by you writing that to her. Is that the... I hadn't even taken the blueberries. I was about to consume the blueberries. I was a fucking idiot. I just was curious. I literally was just curious if if she has blueberry plants. I mean, Valentine's plants. Blueberry (laughs) plants? Yeah. Well, this is the problem with texting. This is exactly texting what my brother is, said. It's not a good idea unless, you know, it's like just a logistic thing. Honestly, it was a dipshit move on my end. All right. So did you make it up to her? She said, um, fun night and romantic? Lol, don't worry about it. Ugh. Does she think you're, you are incestual <laughs> with your brother? That was the joke, yes. I said, if it doesn't work out tonight, I'd love to see you sometime soon. Oh. She says, yes. That's and a- then I said, on a date. Oh, good Exclamation point. And, and she, she said, said, stop, you'll scare us both, both half to death. And I said, lol. And she said, I'm in. I think this is great. So this is a very, this is a, this is a precisely a clown move. 
It's you do something so idiotic, and then you try to work yourself way your way back. You stick your foot in your mouth, and then you pull it out. But that's yes. I, okay. So go on. So okay. we were, I'm still dying to hear about the blueberry story. All right. So so then we take the blueberries, and I go off the deep end. What does that mean? I go off the first deep of end. all. When you say blueberries, you're taking They're more chocolate than one. Covered, it's one chocolate covered weed blueberry with five milligrams of THC. It's actually a blueberry. Yeah, they're delicious. I would have taken many more if they didn't have any weed inside them. How do you, what happens though? This is my problem is that I, you take the weed, whatever your edible is, and you think that you can consume more because you're fucked up. Yeah, no, no. But and these then, are measured. It's yeah, one Yeah, but how do you stop yourself from taking the second one? Because you don't, you're not, you don't act like a dipshit. Oh. You, the, even though I was acting like a dip. It doesn't really make you want to take more. Okay. Like this experience is a real trip. Because every time like I take a shot of tequila, I want to take another shot of tequila. And then uh, you don't have the it's sense to not take the shot of tequila because you're already fucked up because you took the shot of tequila. Certainly not the case for me. I was very aware of my fucked up nature. One quote was, we arrived at a Thai restaurant. and Wait, who drove? We walked. Oh, we stumbled God. upon a Thai restaurant that turned out to be delicious. And I quote to my brother, I feel like I'm swimming in an ocean of green curry. That was the comment. Oh, my I God. was fucked. Then I I walked on the way home. I walked over a leaf and I said, oh, boy, that like set me over the edge. I'm walking on a leaf? Yes. <laughs> yes. Why? I was just, it was so, my senses were so heightened. You heard the leaf crunch? I just was not expecting a leaf to be there. Did you feel sorry? <laughs> you felt sorry for the leaf? I don't know. It was just a really confusing moment. What is your, what is your brother doing while you're, you're feeling? My sorry brother took it? double the amount that I took and didn't feel nearly as much as I did. Oh my god! How could you be related to him? I had, I have no idea. This was another quote of the night. I said I got really excited at dinner and I said, "Oh my god, do you want to do an art project when you get home?" An art project? <laughs> and he said, "If we have the right materials." Oh, that's I adorable. said, "Oh, we do." <laughs> and he goes, "How do you know?" And I said, "Oh, I don't. I don't." But you can make art out of anything. Oh, my. I was in a wild headspace. You were wild. very creative. Yes. You. What were you going to do? Like take pasta and paste it on a piece <laughs> of was, paper and make I, it into. We a... ended up making like a pillow fort in the middle of our room in of the. A pillow fort. You guys put, regressed when you were five it, and ten years it old. It felt like that. We put like a blanket a down. Fort? We put all our pillows in the middle. That is the cutest thing I've ever he heard. He set up a light show that he happened to have. Of course, because he's uh, you know an engineer mind. He and we p- started blasting this music and looking at the ceiling. We have this awesome ceiling that we put oh, this light show. Adorable. It was unbelievably cute. Aww. It was so goddamn cute. I cannot handle it. And you took notes. Well, I took notes because one, I realized my sensations were so heightened that I could control very much like on a silent retreat. I can control where my energy was flowing or like where my focus was in my body. Do you see why I tell you weed is good for sex? It could be extremely good for sex. I told you. Because if you, if you're, so. All your senses are heightened. So obviously. If you wanted to attract energy to your, your penis or your vulva to, to experience a sensation or to get more in the mood. Why you could easily do this. Why you make it so technical, your penis and your vulva? Well, you could do that. And in my case, I could probably move the energy from my penis into like my hands or something like that. So I'm not experiencing as much sensation. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, I think that, I think I'm, it's going to be the opposite, though. I you think, think it's just, inst- <laughs> instead of coming in ten seconds, you're going to come in five. 
<laughs> I know. I don't know if that's going to be so great for you. Yeah. If it, like, anything else is enhanced, you're in trouble. Ooh, I was considered going to the Korean spa with these blueberries. What? And then I was like, well, this is might not be a good idea because there's all these naked people walking around. You're going to have sex with all these guys. And, and I'm just going to, the sensations are just going to be, if I go into a hot tub, who knows, I might pop an erection or something and then I'm surrounded by these guys. It's not going to be a good situation. This is what That's was, not me being homophobic. That's me being just not wanting to get boners in public. And FYI. there's no women in there? It doesn't matter. If there were women in there, I still wouldn't want to get boners. It'd be worse. Yeah. Plural boners. Well, anyway. Why were you thinking of doing blueberries and going to the Korean spa? It sounds like a very relaxing, fun experience. Okay. May I suggest that you don't go out in public? I barely was able to make it through dinner. Yeah. I'm suggesting you stay locked I think up. I, I spent the entire dinner, half of the time my eyes were closed, half of the time, I, like, tasting the food, and half the time I was laughing hysterically. This is what quaaludes are like. Jesus Christ. I miss those. It was those. a fucking experience. Then we walk home. You just missed me saying I miss those. I, I've heard you say that so many <laughs> fucking times. Well, we literally fell asleep while we were having dinner one night, all four of us. Oh, my God. And we, one of the guys woke up and ate all four of the meals when they came. <laughs> and then that, and he goes back to sleep after that. Can you imagine if you're serving people and four people are just sleeping at the table? <laughs> this is what quaaludes are like. Oh, the good yeah, old yeah. days. We get back to the apartment and the scariest human I've ever seen is standing outside of the apartment. What do you mean? He just like, I think he was a homeless dude. He had all of his belongings. They were like sharp objects, like crowbars and shit like that. Just, he's sitting around. And you were fine with on it? On our steps. Of course. I thought it was. Jeremy f- did not notice. It could, Gerald it took us right through that little trap. <laughs> and you probably. Stepped was, right through. Were you shaking? I followed in line and I almost couldn't stop laughing because I was like, how could we find ourselves with such a scary looking human being? He literally was holding a crowbar and he kind of like opened his arm up to let oh us through. Oh, my God. Like, go right ahead, gentlemen. It was very funny. Funny. I'm surprised that you have not been freaking the fuck out. I think that these drugs are actually quite good for me sometimes. I'm going to do it tonight. You're doing it tonight? I think I'm going to have to. This sounds what like the fun. fuck? Except that I have a cold. I don't know if that's going to work with the I cold. I had a tickle yesterday. You had a tickle in your throat? Yeah. Okay. We didn't read any of these fucking texts. Right, let's that we read got. it. Let's do it. Hurry I'm up. I'm sorry for our listeners if this was boring. I'm still high, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I'm, no, tr- driving here was a little concerning to me, actually. All right. It's impossible that you did this what time? It was it's, like over 12 like hours. Like 7 30 p.m. last night. It's it, wait, it's, it's, it's 16 it's, hours it's, later it's, or something. It's 1 15 p.m. today. You, uh, you can't still be high, are you? I think I actually am feeling. Some residual effects. Mom, I never smoke weed. I know. Well, maybe this is not a good idea for me. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to be high for two days. I mean, clearly I'm a functioning human. I'm Plus, gonna... you fucking smoke weed all the goddamn time. I haven't smoked weed in like a week. In like a week? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, no. I haven't smoked weed in like six months. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I still don't think... I think edibles are, are dangerous for me. I think I better just stick to my one hit... I know what's going to happen. This is not condoning it to any of our listeners. I just wanted to tell a story. Okay, well, should we read some text? Yeah, read the damn thing. Okay, this says, Hello, I'm 23 years old and have been with my boyfriend for going on eight years. I'm trying to open up the conversation about sex in our relationship, but he is not willing to engage at all. How can you fully enjoy sex if you're not communicating what you want? 
I'm into trying new things, but tired of being the only one to initiate. How can I get him to feel comfortable enough to express him his wants and needs? He doesn't have have any issues getting off. I actually think he has premature ejaculation, but again, he doesn't want to bring up the conversation, which leaves me dissatisfied often. Please help. Oi, Vegas. Oh. Oh, let's call them Bob and Carol. Because I'm going to do from the so movie Bob Carol? and Carol, Ted and Alice. Okay. Okay, so this is Bob and Carol. Uh, Carol is wanting to experiment sexually. We don't know if Carol is a female, by the way. It could be two men. No. All right, we're going to call him Bob and Carol okay. just for the sake of this. So Carol wants to experiment sexually. You're just trying to be PC right now. I, 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 who knows? This could be a gay couple. I don't know. All right, but I think they would have said that. Why? I don't know. It just seems like from the context, it was definitely a female writing it about a boyfriend. All right. Okay. So anyway, assuming it's Bob and Carol, or even if it's not, well, like, if you're right. Could be Bob and Bob. Bob and Bob or Carol and Carol. Well, it's definitely there's boyfriend, a boyfriend involved. But maybe so there's it, a transgender. All right. Okay. Well, Here we go. That makes no sense whatsoever. All right. What I'm trying to say is there's a communication problem. And when you're going to communicate about stuff in the bedroom, I suggest you don't do it while you're in the bedroom. You got to do it before or after the bedroom. Some because other. it's such a high stakes environment. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You can't do it because you don't want to make the person feel really bad about oh, it. Oh, yes. Yeah. In all, oh, and fuck. also, if she just used I messages, starting with I feel, I think, or I want, mm. if she just goes, it's coming from her own personal needs and wants and desires, mm-hmm. she, he'll take it less um, personally. Yeah. But I think a conversation has to be had because it seems like she's very dissatisfied. And, you know, why should we go through life being dissatisfied? Yeah. I agree. And, I, and there's a lot of stuff she could do. Like, like you know, she can, they can read porn together or they can um, read erotica, erotica together. They could, they can watch porn together. They could do stuff. That I, they, I, can, I, they can, they can start to, slow. What about if she says like, let's just go to, mas-, you know, I, we went to massage class. We learned how to massage each other. You could do stuff like that. That's when you not, say we, it's not me and you, it's you and D's. Yeah, me and D's went to massage class. Yeah. I, I, here's the key. The first step is to get him to care enough about your pleasure. Right. That's why I said I messages. So that is the first step because until you get him to realize that this is an important matter to discuss, he's not going to want the discomfort That's of actually exact, discomfort, exactly, discussing it. Exactly. And so to get him to care, say this is a really important thing that, you know, for our relationship to really thrive, go forward, this is, we need to discuss these types of things. I know it can be uncomfortable and right. let's hold each other with some compassion. <laughs> I too think, weird? Would they mind having you come and have this, like you could be the mediator for them. I would love to. I think this is quite important if Bob they want to stay Carol, together. The, I think that sex visit. life is very important if you want it to is, stay together. It is because it's more than just the sex. It's intimacy and and, and, and obviously... Right, because it, it expands intimacy. way yeah. beyond... Like it, this, ex, this expands into just being able to communicate about tough matters, right. even if it's it has nothing to do with sex. It could be you know the, a feeling that you have about his family or something right. like that. Uh, they, yeah, you've helped me through a lot of those kind of things. Yeah. So yeah, Bob and Carol, open up. Break down the barriers of what you talk about and talk about it. Yeah, it's hard. To, I, I think it's hard. It, it's easier it, said than done. It is definitely easier said than done. But if you don't do it, you're just going to be miserable for the rest of your life. Yeah, I, I think also. He's probably, uh, you know, also just very un- uncomfortable. And that could, maybe he key. should do a little work on that and find out why is he so uncomfortable. Well, I think that when you pr- approach this conversation with him and say like, hey, this is a really important matter for me to discuss. Also know 
there's a reason he's not discussing it. Yeah. There's a re- there's some discomfort here. Maybe it has related to the premature ejaculation. Or maybe it had to do with his childhood or some traumatic event that happened to him. Yeah. All variety. Or some people just don't think it's real macho to talk about your feelings, so they'll, they'll avoid it. But either way, know that there's a reason why he's acting the way he is, so don't treat him poorly if yeah. he's not able to communicate so easily. Some For some people, it's much easier than others. And you can take baby like, steps, too. I don't think you need to take these giant steps. You can take baby steps and just talk about some very light stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I think that this is great personal growth for both you to be able to sit with someone in discomfort. Right. Like some, I think that was a big part of my therapy when I... Re, I my therap- I said to my therapist, I really want to say this to this person. And he's like, well, why don't you say it? And I was like, oh, well, it, it would make this person really uncomfortable. And they're like, he, he goes, good. Make Sometimes it's good to make them uncomfortable. Right. And that was a fucking groundbreaking moment for me because like, I'm a people pleaser. I would yeah. never want to make someone uncomfortable. Right. But it's a growth. It's a more loving thing oftentimes to to have that discussion make them uncomfortable for the benefit of the relationship than it is to let it slide underneath. 100%. Look at this weed blueberry coming out. Your blueberry is making you very psychologically minded. I was fucking philosophizing the entire goddamn night. <laughs> My brother was just wanting to listen to music and look at the lights. And hey, I was like, do let's you have, talk about do the you meaning want, of life. Should I, should I read one of the, yes. th- it is pretty insane. I wrote, Going broad is a choice. Okay, so this is a big thought for me. Going abroad? Broad, broad, with my thinking. Oh, going broad. It's an act of letting go of focus and going diffuse and peripheral with my thinking. Oh my God, Cam. You're doing this this relaxation? I fear this when I'm sober. It's like if I let go, I might go insane and lose grip on reality. It is essentially letting go of reality and being okay with not being in control. I understand that. Okay, that is the product of... That's like the paranoia product, part of it, I think. That's what I'm teetering on at all fucking times. I know, this. but I got to tell you something. When, when, when I, I talked about earlier about when I did the edible in Mexico, mm-hmm. and I, I, that, I was worried about that. Yeah. Well, it, it makes sense because you literally are losing a little of your normal reality. You're entering this completely why, different mindset. Why, just seeing three waitresses? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> That was so uncomfortable to me, but I guess if you just say this is part of it and it's going to be cool and you got to think of it as a positive exactly. experience. Yeah. I yeah. was able to think in completely different ways. I would never have thought to make a fucking pillow fort on the ground had a I not been thinking. Fort. And that was a great idea. I it was left adorable. It but your brother is so not like that. He got very into it. We were feeling it. No, it I'm great. not talking about that. I'm talking about what you just wrote. Oh, he didn't give a fuck what I was saying. <laughs> I was trying to explain this to him, and he was like, yeah, yeah, can you hear the bass line in this song? I was like, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Oh I was God. wondering if I was talking too much, too. Of course. Oh, my God, you were getting heavy. You're like in the meaning of life, and he's like, can I just hear the music? I always go there when I'm on drugs, always, because I'm just amazed at how it affects my mind. It's so rare. You know, he's used to this, so it's not like... No, no, he doesn't ever get that deep. No, he can discuss I a movie that, or something like that, but he's not going to go into like no, the he meaning a, of life. No, he understood where I was going and everything like that. Yeah, that's I think what he, he was thought. Just, he was just comfortable with this state of mind, so it wasn't as novel to him. Oh, maybe you're right. That's exactly what it so was. So let's go to the listener. Right. Uh, the, listener question number so two. So we had Bob and Carol. This is Ted and Alice. Okay. Ted is saying, I met my wife when I was 19. She was 22 and, and we got married five years later. We have now been together for 15 years. We love each other incredibly. However, we have grown sexually in different directions. 
I don't want to say she is disinterested in sex. However, she doesn't have any real fantasies or kinks and only does things to satisfy me. Placate may be a better description. Anything outside of vanilla sex, she makes it a point to tell me how much she dislikes it, whether it be the taste of my cum, a specific act, etc. She is perfectly satisfied lying on her back, being fucked, and going to sleep. I, on the other hand, have evolved into a dominant, I crave a submissive woman I can toy with. My wife, however, is not willing to do this or open the relationship to women who would allow me to do this. Not that I blame her. That is an extreme. My question is, how can we possibly find middle ground? Our love hasn't faltered, but our sexual desires have. I have no desire to leave her or cheat, but nevertheless, I feel trapped. Thank you very much for sharing this. This Poor poor Ted. Poor Alice. This is a very tough situation that we've heard about a ton. Well, basically... The, the two couples should swap. <laughs> That's your solution? Yeah. Bob should... and Ella should get together and Ted and Carol should get together Jesus because it, it'll be a perfect situation. It, first of all, the, the asexual couples would be done in 30 seconds. Well, I don't know. It might re-trigger their, their whole fucking experience to be with someone who kind of is more like them. Who knows? Who, every, we're all different when we... So it's this, ba- the same advice for the for couple number two. They just need to talk. It's just it's exact same scenario. It's when one, one is just more into something than the other. They just have to talk about it. There's no way around it. This reminds me a lot of episode 160, Porn's Effect on Sex Lives and Relationships. This was with Mickey, the founder of Tushy, right. and, and Andrew, the founder of, of Tribute. So in that situation, they really loved each other. Right. And one of them liked much more aggressive sex than the other. And probably as a byproduct of porn, he describes. And this is really tough when you guys are emotionally and very compatible and relationally very compatible. And when it comes to the physical sex, you guys have different preferences. And I think it, again, relates back to getting on the same... The the step one is to get on, on the page of wanting each other to experience more pleasure yes and having that discussion even to get to that point it's actually like what you and your brother experienced with the with the blueberries what in what way both of you had to kind of teach each other to experience pleasure differently why i don't see it well you started talking about the philosophical meanings of life and you got him talking and you're it, right and then he got you into like let's listen to the music and make force uh, he totally opened yeah. my mind when when he right. started focusing on the music yeah i was like i'm getting so distracted by the light show that i didn't even hear the music i said that to him he's like what but uh, you know what we should do what a future podcast episode if you guys want us to Kim and I are going to eat blueberries no, together. No, mom. Yeah, they are, yeah. No way. This yes, is text a fu- mom. No way am yeah. I going to want to do this. Yeah, we're going to do a podcast. Oh, God. If you join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash sex talk with mom. You're trying to bribe a, the yeah, audience? If you guys want to hear a podcast mom, about it's like doing a, blueberries, you go ahead and join Patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. And if we get up to how many patrons uh, do we do this? We need, you, you decide. I, see, I think we, how many we got now? We're at 21 patrons. Right, we, how about if we get up to... If we get up to 50 patrons, I'll do blueberries with my mom. All right, you guys. Sign up God for Patreon. God fucking damn it. This is such a trip. <laughs> it's like a real fucking experience You know you me. guys want to hear us do the blueberries together. And you, this is the last thing I'm going to want to do when I'm on blueberries. <laughs> This is so. I got so self conscious. I couldn't even play the didgeridoo while Jeremy Gerald was recording me. You couldn't play the didgeridoo. I was trying, and I just Were you got so self conscious. I was laughing, yeah, but also I just felt like I really wanted to play well, and I couldn't. 
Okay. <laughs> anyway. Well, I think we're coming up on time here. Well, we didn't really give a, a real response to oh, this last guy. I don't want to undermine I, that. I mean, I don't want to under. Uh, I mean, first of all, we're not sex therapists. I, I'd recommend going to a sex therapist for this for is both a perfect couples, example. Both couples could use some sex therapy. That's yeah. a perfect, per- perfect idea for Bob and Carol, Ted and Alice. All of you guys go to sex therapy. They they can easily help you with those things. I'm easily. also pretty amazed that you went and asked you. You had the open communication. What was the what was the second couple called? Bob and Carol were the first couple. Ted, Ted, Ted and so Alice. Ted even brought this up in in asking whether that she'd be comfortable opening up the the relationship. Yeah. So, and I think that's a great move. And I think maybe she. Wait, you become, think opening up the relationship to other people is a great move? Yeah. Maybe they. I, that that maybe, could be a good solution. I don't think so. But I mean, she clearly I mean, is not excited about that. Yeah, I don't solution, think it's a but good. But at it, least that you had that conversation yeah. is phenomenal. I mean, the reason I don't think that's the greatest idea is because I think you got to do some other stuff first. Otherwise, you're just band-aiding it with bringing other people in. I don't think it's a band-aid. I think that some people, like in some situations, you do need to bring in another person. It, the other, the, the, your partner needs to be very open to this and really wanting you to experience pleasure. So if that's not the case, then that you need to try other routes. But I just wanted to say I'm impressed by your willingness to even go yeah, there. Yeah, I think it could be extremely threatening to a relationship if, if it's not done I would yeah uh, with tenderness and, and also you know because otherwise it's like well I really do think it's a band-aid before I think it, certain steps have to be first before you jump to like oh, let's open this up because it sounds as the that sex is on shaky ground already okay well I think it um, I know this is such a cliche but communication is key communication is lubrication yeah yes and I think that you need to find out what is preventing her from having such such a high sex drive. Maybe, maybe it could just be natural or you hormonal such, or why, something like why that. Why she have such a low sex drive? Yeah, yeah. Low well, sex by drive. the way, for all of these guys, they should all get tested to make sure that their hormone levels are where they should be at because that could be a lot of the reasons that both couples could be having difficulties. If what? the hormone, like if 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 the woman is like going through menopause early or whatever, she may not be horny at all. This is another doctor question. I do would not recommend. That's why I say so my mother's go advice. to go to a doctor and get I your hormone levels checked. It didn't sound like the other guy didn't want to have sex. It just was that he wasn't. He he didn't want to communicate about it. Yeah. So the, well, I don't think this is a matter of testosterone or anything like that. Well, for the second couple of. He has a very Tad active... And, Tad and Alice, Alice doesn't seem to have a very high sex drive. She's placating. Well, I think that there's just... There's got to be... There's reasons. There's there's a reason why she doesn't want to be more open-minded about this. And that involves, I think, more discussion and probably a therapist. You know how, what else it could involve? What? If they have kids. You know, sometimes when I, like, they have kids, they're like, oh, I just want to go to sleep. I don't want to be bothered. I want one more person touching me. There's going to be a lot of different factors as to why people lose I their know, sex I know. That's drive. why it's hard to it's give also, like... also, if it's the same person, then you got to do something that's going to make it more interesting. You yeah. Know? I mean, Dr. Chris Donahue is a sex therapist, <clears throat> and he describes in his sessions, one of his tactics is that he has people go through and describe in detail a sexual encounter that they have, asking them specifics about... Where do you put your hands? Where do you? Where are you looking? What are, are the lights on? Are you standing? Are you? Are you lying down? He wants the entire context because for some people, it, you need to break up the routine. So if you're making eye contact the whole time, maybe try with blindfolds. Yeah. Or if you're never looking, if the, if you're in the dark the whole time, maybe turn on the lights and see how that affects things. It might just anything to get you more present. Maybe you should become a sex therapist. That Dr. Cristiano, you kind of suggested that, but w- how ironic would that be? 
for me for me to be a sex therapist given uh, the fact that I haven't had sex in over a year. <laughs> yeah, but after, but then my friends who said, knows after after the, like your little text exchange that might be in the works. Yeah, I should clarify. I have hooked up with people. I just haven't right. brought it to the level of sex. And my friend was like, you know, it doesn't surprise me because if you care so much about it that you're willing to talk about it twice a week, sex that is, then it would be it would make sense that you would save it for people that you huh. really want to be having sex with. That you really respect it to that extent. Conversely, it could, whatever you're doing could be considered sex anyway. That's true too. So anyway, it's time wow, to say goodbye. It is time to say goodbye. And shall I sing? Yeah. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the little edibles with the broskies. Okay, that worked, but you could have easily said blueberries. I like broskies. Broskies was cute. All right, thank you for listening. Please join us on Patreon to get that exclusive Patreon bonus stream. Patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. One more thing before we go. Will you please share this with a friend that would really help us out? Yeah, if you're driving a car, pull over to the side. <laughs> Stop. Do whatever Stop you're doing. Stop everything you're doing right now. Halt and just share this damn podcast stop hoarding it to yourself text it to a friend who you would like to do blueberries with <laughs> bye-bye with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.